When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And presented in the flesh, all in the same studio once again for the first time in like two months. Oh my God. Look at us. Very exciting. Who would have thought? Oh boy. There was a reunion minus Judd at Surly Brewing Company last night. Uh, Couldn't make it. Time, man. Yeah, we uh, we're going a little early today, and we have a big uh, big sales meeting. And Judd said, "I'm not. I'm being a responsible nope. adult. I will not be partaking in alcoholic beverages." And so, Jackson, I, I had oh, an yeah. extra one. Sign, for sign Judd. us up. That does not matter to me. That... <laughs> I had to get some beauty sleep. So, um, all right, there is a lot swirling as it pertains to Kirk Cousins, and we're going to sort through some reports, some I would say educated speculation. But this show, in addition to being presented by Surly Brewing Company, Purple Daily is also presented by TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. A new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Uh, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive producer, Declan Goff. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And, uh, yeah, you got a new GM, got a new coach, maybe a new quarterback. Hmm? Jason LaConfora, NFL insider from CBS, he tweeted last night, I continue to hear from NFL executives that the Vikings are eager to move big contracts and reset their cap and payroll. A Kirk Cousins trade would not surprise me at this point. Still plenty of needy teams, quarterback needy teams. Quarterback would need to uh, extend the contract, but stay tuned. Mm. He also wrote, in addition, on CBSSports.com that several executives intimated they expect the Vikings to make multiple transactions. Much of the chatter has focused on Cousins and his huge contract and massive cap hit, but in general, league sources said the new regime in Minnesota is open to dealing several of their more high-priced veterans to try and reset the cap situation, add more draft picks, and prepare for the future. Can we also say that a little birdie has told... Purple Daily, we'll say I, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. That the Colts and Vikings have had a conversation about Kirk Cousins. It hasn't gone very far to this point because the Vikings aren't just going to give Kirk Cousins away. But um, with what six days until the league year opens up, there is a lot of conversation happening behind the scenes right now. And within the last week, I've also heard and just a tease here, but on on the. Uh, Mackie and Judd programmed today when we are joined by Dukes, which we are going to tape uh, at some point in the after, early afternoon. The um, Dukes going to bring some interesting information about the fluid nature of the situation, wow, and dude, and wow. I want to defer. Wow. I, I want to credit him and defer to allow him to talk about it. But I will say this: within the last week, and this is how I think. Um, volatile. I think that's a good word. Volatile things are right right now, not just on one Kirk Cousins, but within the last week, I have heard different things about Eric Kendricks and his future, Adam Thielen and his future, Daniil Hunter. That does not mean any of them are gone. What it does mean is everything is being discussed and everything is on the table. And this all comes back to what we have talked about continually, which is They've made moves with the coaching staff. They've they've made the moves that they're going to make pre-draft probably in the front office. Um, the longtime head athletic trainer was jettisoned on Monday, yeah. and the roster is next. It's just that simple. 
Yeah, this is uh, – let me, let me keep reading here, too, just to add to this. This is all very juicy here. This is more from Lock and Fora. And there's more. There's more. Yes. Inject it all right mm-hmm. now here. I, and I'm, I'm just kind of like in general, I trust that Kwesi and Kevin O'Connell are going to do what's right for the future of Vikings football and not just try and run it back to right. you know, try and win nine games in 2022. Yes. Lock and Fora continues. The sense among some of the executives I spoke to is that the Vikings seem to understand that they aren't in a position by and large to hit home runs with these trades, which are more like salary cap dumps. Receiver Adam Thielen, linebacker Eric Kendricks, defensive tackle Michael Pierce, even running back Dalvin Cook are names making the rounds. I'd be surprised if a few were not moved. A couple other things here, too, because usually we don't just spend the whole show reading people's reports, but this is so interesting. Uh, Mike Duggar from The Athletic, he is the Seahawks reporter for The Athletic. He said on SiriusXM last night, quote, I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks looked into a trade for Kirk Cousins. And then Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, who oftentimes will frame information that he gets as as an opinion. Right. Which is, that's how you sort of, you know, you can come out and say, a source told me this. Or you can get information from a source and say, hmm, now I can make an educated yeah. opinion on PFT.com. And he said, the Colts have a very good team. They currently have no clear option at quarterback. So what will they do? The first name to emerge was Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's basically a less athletic, albeit more popular with his teammates, version of Carson Wentz. He also can't throw a football for like five months because of shoulder surgery. And that's going to play a role, yes. The problem for the Colts is that there aren't many great options. There's one guy who's possibly available and who, frankly, would find himself in a better place to thrive if the deal happens. Kirk Cousins. And he goes on to explain... You know, absent an extension, this could be a one-year mercenary rental for the Colts, who've been year-to-year anyways with mercenary rentals like Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so given the one-year-at-a-time nature of the modern NFL, one year may be enough for the Colts. They have a great offensive line. They've got Jonathan Taylor. They've got an excellent defense. There's a downgrade in receiver weapons, but Cousins could make the Colts surprisingly competitive. So that's everything that's out there right now since the last oh. time we recorded Purple oh, yeah. Daily. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there Amazing. we go. So I think we should sort of you, you just ran through the great gamut of things going on right now. And by the way, this is a great month. Like, I love this month. December, Christmas, I loved it as a child. But this is so much better <laughs> as an adult. But I think I feel like there's there's two things to be done here. I, I was going to say explain, but that's not not the right word. First of all, so I see occasional notes and and just in case it's people who, who actually, and I, I think it might be, consume our show. I think we should explain because the note says you're not going to do the same show a- again. Ladies and gentlemen, when things are this fluid, it's not the same show. Like things are continually shifting and changing. Yeah, the the, this, the Colts have seventy million dollars in cap space and no quarterbacks, exactly and they want right. to win. They want to win a Super exactly Bowl. Exactly right, but th- but this would be and they, and they called the Vikings. Be like saying I tuned into the news on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and the weatherman came on all three days. Yeah. Quit talking about the same thing. Well, it changes. The forecast changes unless you're in Phoenix or something. Yeah, but so so but if you li- live here, the weather continually changes. Hence, needs a need for updates. But I feel like like we should take what you just gave us, Phil, and digest it and slow it down and explain it. Because I, I'm i pretty sure that there's some who, who hear all of the stuff that you just read and all of the names in the Reckless Speculation Tornado. Reckless Speculation. And, and I don't blame them. My guess, overwhelmed. Oh, my God. What are you? Did you just say Dalvin, right? Did yeah. you just say Dalvin Cook? So... <laughs> I think that we should, and I say this in a completely non-condescending way, okay? So that, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. That means it's about to be yeah, wildly yeah. condescending. No, no, Whatever no. is about to no, come out not. of your mouth. No, it's not. I want to talk this through. I want to talk this part through. I'm sure he's a great guy, but. Well, that's true. Well, and yes. But anyway, I want to talk this through. I want to talk about what we think from our knowledge of covering pro sports is transpiring here, okay? And yes, you just read a ton of potential names that could be traded, that could be released. It involves cousins. It, it involves certainly some people who are who are household names in this town. 
Mm-hmm. But I think what we are embarking on here, because I'm with you, until Quasi and uh, until O'Connell do something just stupid, which they're not, which they have not done yet, I'm going to say that they know exactly what they're doing and that there is a plan in place here. But I think what we're talking about here too is a is like a two year retool. So so a lot of the names that you just read will probably be gone at some point by next March. But that doesn't mean they're all gone now. But I do believe that the Vikings are probably astutely in, make no, no mistake about it, salary cap hell, looking at their options right now and exploring them and going through the different scenarios, right? And so that does not mean that Hunter, Cook, Thielen, Pierce, and Kendricks are all gone next week. It does mean that they need to, and they are going to, start to pick apart this roster for what they can do that's best. And the last thing is this one. So the note that I get back the most, and I totally get this, is, oh, good luck keeping Jefferson happy if you get rid of Cousins and all of these guys. They're going to be smart enough to explain to Justin. And Justin's not a dumb kid. What we're doing, and you know this, Justin, is for the best for this team to win. Yeah. Also, just on the... I like that you brought up Justin Jefferson for a second here. Uh, he still has what three years left on his rookie contract, so it, it's it. They have time to even take a step back if it means taking two steps forward in 2023, and he'd still have two years left on his contract. So it's not like you have to make him happy now, or he's gonna, you know. I, also, I don't think like look at some of the body language. Look, you know, listen to the way he talks about cousins, for instance. He's not dying on a hill for Kirk Cousins. Now, listen to the way he talks about Joe Burrow, his college quarterback. Okay, he's not. I don't think he's sitting here banging on the front office door saying, "Get me out of here," or if you get rid of Kirk Cousins, then I'm out of here. Right? I don't think that's the case by any means. Uh, but you know, based on these reports and based on some of the things that you're hearing, these guys have come in and said, "All right, this team's been this team hasn't been above 500 in seven days." There's a lot of good players on this team, but there are a lot of guys who are aging and making a lot of money at positions that don't make sense. If you're if you you know you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole, why are uh, among the top six players, uh, highest paid players? Why is a linebacker in that mix? Right? Why is a running back in that mix? Why is a good not great quarterback in that mix? And so you know, I said this to you uh, in a in a direct message thread last night, and I'll say it on the show here, I think if, if Quasey is as sharp as I think he is, then three things are true right now. And I'll, and I'm going to keep it to, to mostly Kirk cousins here, but you can apply some of this stuff to, uh, you can apply the, you know, the, the shell game of where you should be allocating your money to other positions too. But I think three things are true. I think number one, he knows he can't pay $40 million a year, which is the number that is being floated behind the scenes right now, or more than that, even to Kirk Cousins. An extension at that level is a complete non-starter. I think he knows that. I think that's probably where the conversations are at right now, six days before the league year, as the Vikings try to become cap compliant. Uh, the second thing Quasey knows, if again, if he's as sharp as I think he is, he knows that the demand for quality quarterback play is much higher right now than the supply. Still, even though, even though we've seen some shifting in the last 48 hours, by my count, the Colts, the Steelers, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, maybe even the 49ers and the Browns all need quarterbacks right now. And there's like three actual starters available, potentially available, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, maybe Deshaun Watson, depending on what happens on Friday. And the third thing I think he knows is that even though it seems like, oh my God, the league year is starting in six days, like, ah. That's actually an eternity of time in a negotiation. He doesn't have to just trade Kirk Cousins right now. Oh, my God, the, the carousel is spinning. These quarterback needy teams that I just listed are only going to grow more desperate to find a solution in the next three days, four days, five days. And so the bidding is likely to only increase between now and next Wednesday. So if the first conversation between the Colts and the Vikings was, hey, uh, so we just got rid of Carson Wentz because, uh, you know, that guy was a disaster. And, you know, we're just kind of trying try to see what our options are, Quasey. You know, you got Kirk Cousins in a weird contract situation. We've got the most cap space of any team in the NFL. What do you think? And Quasey said, and I'm this, this is not a report. This is just me speculating. Quasey said, 
uh, multiple first round picks. Oh, we're not just going to give them away. Like that's that's where you have to start the conversation. I would be shocked if it didn't evolve over the next four or five days. And at this point, I would be shocked if he wasn't traded. I think it's headed that direction. I don't think the, I don't think you should rule the 49ers out either. If Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded somewhere, if you know, if he goes to the Steelers yeah, or somebody, he's gone. he's gone. I would I would he's not gone. just just land on all oh, the 49ers in a division that's now without Russell Wilson and having knocked on the door of a Super Bowl championship the last three years, they're just going to put it all on Trey Lance, who's played like one football game. <laughs> you know, right? You know, it's so I there's there's so much demand right now, and there's still a ton of time to let this play out over the next five or six days. So the Vikings have met with the Cousins camp uh, twice. According to Dukes, they met here in Egan before the Combine, and then they talked again at the Combine. And it definitely sounds like offers of contract extensions were discussed and or flat out just said, hey, Kirk, here's what we will pay you. And the Cousins camp said, no, 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 no. It's very, very clear that Cousins wants to hit the free agent market after 2022 and just attempt to run back his longstanding now philosophy of I'm going to rob your team blind too bad uh my stats are great so if the play is this I like it if the play is teams the the fact that the Vikings made offers that were turned down by cousins despite the Vikings objections I'm sure if we've gotten wind of that guess what the rest of the league damn well knows they probably know the numbers right so if you're the Colts and you're calling uh, Quasi right now, you're probably saying, Quasi, I know you guys talked. You're you're not getting a deal. You're not getting a deal. You got to trade him. This would be his first big trade. If he says, oh, my God, you're right. Oh, Indianapolis, you're exact. Oh, you yeah. know what? Take him. So one is, I think, to slow play that is smart. The second thing is you can make a case that, hey, no, we did offer him a contract. And Kevin O'Connell is looking forward. He is looking forward to his opportunity to work with his once prized students. So that builds the potential value of Kirk Cousins back up a bit. But here's what I think, Phil. I don't think we're six days away or seven days away from Kirk being traded or on, on the table. I think if this is being done in a wise way, the slow cook is the draft. The slow cook, because we know for a fact that this quarterback class, like we can torture it into being, we got to take one, we got to take one. But, you know, I, I always go back to the Ponder draft, which had Cam and then a bunch of guys that pretty much stunk. Um, and so I think if you get to draft day and you are, and you're on the horn with Sonny Weber Jr., Cleveland Browns are on the clock. And and to your point, they need they need a quarterback. I mean, let's just say that there are four teams left that are like, oh my God, we can't draft one. What are we going to do? Now, Kirk Cousins, especially if you're the Vikings and you say, you know what? You know what? We are going to pay part of his salary to help you. Now you're maximizing the potential return, right? Yeah. I think the I think where I would push back against that is his contract is such an albatross, even for another team. For the Vikings, it's a $45 million albatross. For another team, it's still a $35 million albatross. And it's just, it's such a huge chunk of a team's cap that is someone going to go through the first two or three weeks of free agency, a contending team, and, and, you know, maintain that type of cap space and not go sign an edge rusher, not go sign, you know, that's, that, that's why I think it probably get if it's going to happen, I think it gets done in the next week. Because of how much money is is on the table here, because if let's say it's the let's say it's the Colts or you know, whatever. Well, first of all, I think the Colts are going to want a solution at that position in the next week. I would be shocked if they were just like going into the draft not knowing who their quarterback is. You know, I, I, that would surprise me. The Browns are another story because the Browns can sit there and say, "Oh, if Baker gets healthy, he's still under contract, right?" Um, and I guess the the cap uh, difference with Baker coming over in eighteen million isn't quite as wide. But would a team be able to keep enough cap space through the first wave or two of free agency until the draft to keep that window open, I think would be the biggest question. My question coming back to that would be, how much exactly would the Vikings be willing to pay for a team to take Kirk? Because the more that they pay, the more they're going to get back in a a trade. Um, I just and, And this comes back to, and I know it frustrates fans, but this comes back to, and I'm not going to call it tanking, but the retool. Um, because 
if I can have a cheap bridge quarterback for 2022, but I can get your 2023, let's say, first and a 2022 third for Kirk, and I take on, I bite the bullet, and I pay a bunch of his 2022 salary for him to go to the Colts, but now, again, I go into the 2023 draft with two yeah. first-round picks and the ability, if I need it, to shoot way up and get my quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, that, and that's a whole other. I'd be willing to put that. I'd be willing to risk that to do because, to me, the most important thing that you can tell Justin Jefferson is, we got this. We got a plan. You're going to get your guy you know, because Justin has not made the playoffs in two two years. So this notion that it's he's amazing. going to fly into Quasi's office and be like, this is ridiculous. You're trading, you know, Kirk Cousins, what are you doing? You're yeah. tearing this. T- what are you tearing down? Yeah. No, the, it's a non-playoff team. Yeah, there's, a, there's this weird, I think there's this weird thought among a lot of people that it's an eight or like an eight or a nine win team that's kind of on the fringe of the playoffs is so much different than a five or a six win team. And it's. A, it's really not that much different, and B, it's it's probably worse because now you're stuck with the twelfth pick instead of the fifth pick, right? And you're just in a you're you're not going to get the blue chip franchise changing edge rusher or offensive lineman or quarterback or whatever it may be. Um, also, I think so. I I spent some time this morning too going through the list of teams that are still very quarterback needy and what their cap situation currently is too. I don't want to run that by you guys. And then let's also get more into some of the other non-Kirk Cousins players. Dalvin Cook's name has come up now for for the first time officially. Let's get into some of that stuff first. But uh, yeah, Declan and I had a great time at Surly last night. Oh yeah, uh, just rolling through some of the some of the uh, tap room exclusive beers. The Warp Zone, Judd. The Warp Zone. Dude, the Warp Zone is legit. I, I'm great one. You, yeah. The brewery's fantastic. The, uh, I love the brewery. The jam band. Oh, God. I wanted it just for the name. It was a hazy <laughs> IPA. We don't care about your jam band, I believe is what it's called. Yes, it was phenomenal. Nice. Phenomenal. Nice, nice. You know what, too? The, the best part is the brewery's great, no question. But if you're sitting on your couch and the weekend is coming and you can't get out and you're going to be home watching sports, let's just say, on your TCL TV, mm-hmm. you might say it's time to run to the liquor store, what should I get? I'm going to tell you right now. You should get the first Surly Variety Pack of 2022 because it does. You you then share in a variety of fantastic beers. Furious, of mm-hmm. course. Havoc Machine. Ghost Empire Dark Lager is delicious. And then, as I've been talking about for weeks now, my personal favorite, the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA. So at the brewery, it's great. Tons of options. But at home, if you just go to your local liquor store, you also can get some pretty doggone good options from Surly. Boom. Uh, I think I, uh, I had some sort of like, I don't know, like a salmon grain bowl last night. Yeah, it looked good. And then because I'm all about balance, I also had a side of fries and like three beers. So it was... No question about it. Just, it's all the about food balance. Is, is awesome. Oh, dude. It it's is. really good food. I'm not... I might have to sneak over to the, uh, to the pizza to pizza hall before I fly out. Uh, so uh, also Ooh. Dennis Kirk has been a partner of ours on Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd right from the start a few years ago, the start of Score North anyways. And uh, if you're a motorcycle guy or gal, they've got what you need. And riding season is around the corner. I know it's like 10 degrees now, but soon, in a few days, a few weeks, it'll be riding season. And uh, that's where you can turn to Dennis Kirk. Over 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Same day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m. And just amazing service all around. DennisKirk.com if you like to get out and hit the open road and ride. So, all right, quarterback carousel, the uh, the game of musical chairs here. I think I've got this right. You guys let me know here. I, I, just, I, think, I think there are nine teams right now that either openly need a quarterback or aren't thrilled with their incumbent and are open to discussions. So the teams that openly need a quarterback are the Colts, who have almost $70 million in cap space right now. The Steelers have around $29 million in cap space. The uh, Seahawks now need a quarterback. They have about $42 million in cap space. Yep. The Panthers, around $26 million in cap space. And uh, the Saints, who are <laughs> even, uh, I think today they cleared up Twelve million with a couple restructures, but they're still like thirty million dollars over the cap. So it's it's 
they're they're probably looking at some sort of cheap bridge option or I, I don't. But they but they need a quarterback. Uh, and the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers, who are also over the cap, they're like ten million over the cap. They could use a quarterback right now. They don't they don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. The other three teams on this list, they have quarterbacks right now, young quarterbacks, but they are either reportedly or just openly not a hundred percent sold on these guys. The Cleveland Browns, eighteen million in cap space right now, and they've got the eighteen million dollar Baker Mayfield chip if they need to offload it. The Dolphins, with fifty one million dollars in cap space and a pretty decent roster, mm-hmm. and the Forty ers who are uh, five million over the cap, but they also have that Jimmy Garoppolo twenty seven twenty eight million dollar chip that they can move if they need it. So there's. Like I said, there's like there's nine teams right now that are potentially hunting for quarterbacks. The available options are Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Deshaun Watson after Friday. There's the bridge bin of like Bridgewater and Mariota and you know whoever else is in that bin. Right. And then there's the draft. So that's the supply and demand right now. And I don't think the draft has a starter. Not a day one. Not right, if you're one of. Right. Not so if you you're the Steelers. Steelers. You're not gonna. Yeah. You can't pl- plug and play. So of so that's what nine, nine teams? teams. All right. So of those nine teams, I count one, two, three, four, five, five plus that that need to win. So I would eliminate the Seahawks. I think they're going to be probably bad. Um, they should. Yeah. They should probably at just, this point just go just go and retool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not think that they're going to be, but I think the Saints are in for a rebuild of some sort. Yeah. Retool of some sort. Teams that think or need to win right now. Colts, Steelers, Panthers, who I don't think are great, but Matt Rule gets fired if they're not good, right? Yep. Uh, the Bucks, because they're still in, I think. Yeah. I mean, they're going to franchise Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. The Browns. And San Fran's the San Fran's the one I don't know. Like they're ready to win, but are they going to plug in Trey Lance? But they traded a lot to get him. Yeah. So like that's a, a tough one. I think the Dolphins. I, I think a big part of the reason why Brian Flores got fired was the Tua thing. I think he said Tua is not good, and I think the Dolphins said, "What are you talking about? This is our guy." So I think that they're going to try as, as hard as they possibly can to run things back with Tua. So I think we've got five-plus teams here that make sense to get a quarterback like Kirk because, damn it, if we get Kirk, we can win. That's the Vikings' fault that they couldn't. So, again, those five teams are the Colts, Steelers, yep. Panthers, yep. Bucks, yep. and Browns. Yep. Right? And San Fran, I'm on the fence on. Yep. I think, yeah, San Fran has quite a bit of leverage, right? But but San Fran is the team that, like, of all these teams. Makes sense. I agree. The leadership of that team and Kyle Shanahan are on the record from three years ago expressing their love for Kirk Cousins, right? So it's such an interesting wild card. But but four of those five teams that you just listed ha- have at least $18 million in current cap space, and the Browns effectively have $36 million if you account for Baker going out the door in a trade, right? Yep. So all of them are in a position where it's pretty reasonable with a couple restructures here and there. Like They could easily absorb Kirk Cousins' $35 million contract right now. But the most important thing I would highlight is we just cut a list of nine down to five. So let's be generous and say five, maybe six. I would argue maybe six or seven, but let's say it's five. Mm-hmm. Those are teams that have to win in 2022 or people get fired or expectations are not met, right? Like people's jobs are on the line if they don't win. So the draft is out of the question. The bridge quarterback bin is like a last resort for them. Right. And that leaves three quarterbacks. Unless there's other guys like Derek Carr that are going to be available that we don't know about yet. Three quarterbacks for five quarterback needy teams looking to win and compete for a Super Bowl or the playoffs in 2022. Kirk, Jimmy, and Deshaun Watson. And I think the Browns, I think that that is a great talker. Because one is, you know, we assume that George Payton in Denver might want Kirk. But we also talked about, and I think ultimately we're proving correct, Part of the thing is, you know Kirk well. So do you like Kirk, or do you know Kirk well? Yeah, well, dude, Stefanski probably feels well, the best about Kirk of all That's what guys, I was right? going to say, though. Yeah. So how? So the question is this. How does Kevin Stefanski feel about Kirk? Does he say, I know too much? Or does he say, 
Baker Mayfield is sort of a loose cannon. He's not that great. And Kirk is Kirk is not um, Rodgers, but he's an improvement. And what to me, what makes the Browns so intriguing is this one. If they don't have a good year, Stefanski might get fired. And that sounds absolutely crazy. Yeah, they fire coaches all the time. But, I mean, think about the pressure, too. Like, like, like people were disgruntled about this year. And they mm-hmm. went to the playoffs last year. And so if they come back and put up a stinker with Baker, mm-hmm. Stefanski might be gone. Dude, you know what? You know what Kevin Stefanski probably thinks? Like, he, he's aware that Kirk has some limitations here and there. But he's looking at Kirk thinking, ah. I make about five million dollars a year right now as an NFL head coach, one of the one of the thirty two only NFL head coaching jobs in the world, and I got that job in large part because of the forty two yard dime Kirk threw to Adam Thielen to beat the Saints in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. I mean, he coached up and saw the best of Kirk yeah. in two thousand nineteen, and of course, you know, there's you know, people are going to say, well, I mean, like, then why can't Kevin O'Connell also coach up and get the best of Kirk? Because I think that door has closed. I don't think the roster is what the Rams roster is. The window was 2018-19. But of all the stakeholders involved, it's very likely that Kevin Stefanski has the highest opinion of Kirk Cousins because he was there sort of riding that arm to a seven-figure head coaching job with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and that's another team that's kind of gone quiet in the in the rumor mill and quarterback carousel. But I would almost expect that. Like, discussions happen at the Combine. Discussions happen at the Senior Bowl. And what's the next deadline to force action? It's kind of like Monday when the legal tampering period starts and and players start to agree to contracts. And then there's another deadline of Wednesday when you have to be cap compliant and actually start to sign players. So, like, this quarterback carousel is turning in the last 48 hours for a reason. Because Monday and Wednesday of next week are the real, like, I guess, inflection points for, for, for when you have to be under a certain point with the salary cap. And if the Colts did indeed call the the Vikings after they made the Carson Wentz trade, um, like the action is going on. It's going to continue to go, go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see, here's the thing. The Vikings might not, and I'm going to continue to give them the benefit of the doubt until they do something that we just consider stupid. But the Vikings might not be in this huge hurry as well. Like the Colts are, oh my God, we got to get rid of Wentz. He's terrible. He's a train wreck. He wasn't anything like we thought. Um, He has to be purged from our roster. Well, here are the commanders. Thank you. Take him. In the Vikings case, they've got time to consider these things. I don't think that they're, I think despite the fact that the fans think, run this thing back. This team was good. It's all Zim. Zim sucked. I think the reality is the Vikings are saying, no, no, we've got time to slow cook this, slow play it. It makes more sense. Like, there's there's no urgency here. This is going to sound nuts. There's no urgency here for the Vikings to get good. Like, the Vikings yeah. have the ability to be like, okay, we'll sit back and, and we will eventually make moves. But if we don't like what we're being offered or if it's just the Colts who, who are on the other end of the phone line hyperventilating, we got to get somebody. Do you, do you want to trade Kirk? You're going to play them against themselves. But don't you think in the end, like where I'd be a little careful if I'm the Vikings here is in the end, I don't, if, if I think they've decided that they're not going to extend him because I think based on what you have heard and have reported, it sounds like Kirk Cousins and his camp want another short term two or three year deal with a ton of guaranteed money. And, and they're just looking to maximize, maximize, and keep their options open. Like, I think he would rather hit free agency after 2022 and just have five or six teams bidding on him with the cap going up again yep. than to sign some sort of, you know, team-friendly deal, which I hate that about him. I hate that he's made 150 or $180 million playing football. He's 34 years old, and he's still doing that when it comes to negotiations as opposed to trying to, like, if you really want to be here and win, then... Dude, you got to take you, you got to take a little less. You can't just be like arm wrestling the front office for every cent. But if they've decided that they're not going to extend him, mm-hmm. I think they should be really careful about getting into a situation where oh no, we'll just uh, we, um, we're just going to ride him out because uh, you know he comes off our books anyways. I'd rather get something for him now than like a third round comp pick because he walked as a free agent in 2023. By the way, if you get a comp, so we're getting in the weeds here, but. If a free agent walks of a certain caliber, then you get a compensation pick for the next year's draft. Right. So if, if he plays out the final year of his contract 
And, and you know, people, smart people are projecting that it would be like a third-round comp pick if you walked, right? But you wouldn't get that pick until the 2024 draft, Correct. right? Correct. That's right. I yes. would rather get something now if I know I'm not going to extend him than wait for a 2024 third-round comp pick. Like, if there's a second-round pick on the table right now or two-thirds, like, you know, like uh, the Colts got for Carson. Like, the Carson Wentz deal, I would take two-thirds Right now for Kirk Cousins and the cap space. I'd want something better. Like, I'd, I'd rather have a first or a second or something. But okay. I would honestly take two-third. I, I think you have to get more than they got for, for Wentz. But that would be my starting point. Like, I would, if in the end, if we got to, like, Sunday afternoon and two-third-round picks was the best offer, I would rather take that than write out the last year of his contract and get a third-round comp pick for two years from now, which, which doesn't help me build this team. All right, let's play... This out from the Vikings perspective, though, if you are them, so you aren't just like like Kirk is the biggest fish to fry. I, I get that. That's absolutely true. But if you're the Vikings and right now you're going through a roster of a bunch of of veteran guys who are at pivotal points in their career, as far as you're concerned, I think you're looking at this bigger picture than just Kirk. And, and I also think that you are examining this from more that, than a what-can-we-get-right-now standpoint. So while I tend to agree with you, if they're doing the smart thing and driving the price here, I don't mind that. Now, of the nine teams that we went through before with uh, with potential quarterback needs, mm-hmm. how many of those do we think are desperate and possibly dumb? Because that's where I think you you, you got to play those yeah. teams off each other. I think. I think the Colts are smart, but I also think they're desperate. Yeah, like the Steelers aren't dumb, but they're desperate. They're desperate, but they're not. But but I need desperate and dumb because I need somebody that's going to make a move. Well, the pan, the, pan, the, the Panthers, right? Yep. Carolina. Yep. The Panthers but are the guy in your one? fantasy league that you're like, all right, yeah. I got to flee someone. But but how about this one? And they're not dumb, but they're desperate, and it would be intriguing. I'm going to go back to. And again, not dumb, but the Browns. The Bra- if if the Browns have decided what the rest of the world has, which is Baker Mayfield's just not that good. Like like if we don't think that Kirk is going to get you a championship, Baker Mayfield sure as hell is not going to. And the fact that Quasi ha- has a longstanding and in fact worked for uh, Barry, the the GM of the Browns. That one really intrigues me. If the Browns are dumb, I think it's bad news for the Vikings that they just hired Quasey from the yeah. Browns yes. to run the. That's front what office. I'm saying. But, so. but 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 I'm just going. I'm going through like who could you? I mean, the Panthers are the only team yeah. that fits your description here. These other teams are smart organizations. I mean, every yeah, team on this the, list, the, yeah. the Colts are a smart. Well, think about this: the Colts. Yeah, the Colts I, aren't dumb. I know they missed the playoffs, but the Colts are like one of the seven best teams in the AFC. They have $70 million in cap space yeah. and are one of the seven best teams in the in the AFC, in a, in a tough AFC. So, like, the, their ability to make a good team great this offseason is— Let me ask you this. Do the Colts—because you don't have to be dumb to do this. Do the Colts have, have the Spielman quarterback blind spot right now? No, I see. I mean, I, they traded for Carson Wentz. They but but they whiffed, moved off him. But they moved off him. Right, but they whiffed badly. I know, but you're going to gave up a lot. You, but here's but you're this is the Colts are actually genius. You're going to whiff on quarterbacks. You're going to whiff on drafting quarterbacks. You're going to whiff on if there's guys that become available via trade or free agency. Yep. It's for a reason. Carson Wentz was available for a reason. Kirk Cousins was available, you know, four years ago for a reason. Correct. You're you would like to find Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning every time, and they've gotten lucky twice. Pun intended. So in the absence of having the franchise guy that you draft number one overall, they're forced to, all right, I got to enter this sort of, okay, we got to trade for guys or we got to, we built this monster roster, but we don't have the franchise quarterback number one overall anymore. Okay. Phillip Rivers. Okay. That didn't work. Move off him. One year, right? Carson Wentz. Okay. We got to find a guy to, to drive this great car. Okay. It really didn't work out. And instead of banging their head against a wall every year, Paying a quarterback a ton of money that's not good enough, they they move off these guys. And I love that. And so, like, that's the one team I could see. Yeah, you know, I think we're sitting here saying, "Boy, Kirk's got the Vikings over a barrel because if he doesn't agree to extension talks with these trade partners, yep. then it kind of cuts the Vikings off at the pass when it comes to getting value for him." But the Colts are one of the only teams that you would say, and and they have 
clearly done this the last two or three years, they would sign up for a one-year mercenary happily so that they have right. flexibility in 2023. Right, but Kirk is perfect, too, because my point is this. They are – I appreciate the fact that they are moving off uh, QBs that don't do the job quickly, but they're also now entering into a pattern of not being able to ident- identify them correctly. So, like, they will look at Kirk's stats and think, oh, Kirk puts up huge stats. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk can win. Like, my content – if I were to advise the Colts, I would flat out say Kirk is not going to – win you a championship or come close. But if the Colts are like, we are desperate and look at this guy's stats and, you know, we screwed up on Wentz. And so I think they would go in eyes open, though. They they, they would know his flaws and say, OK, we can live with some of his flaws because his flaws aren't as detrimental as Carson Wentz's flaws. And this car is ready to be driven much more aggressively than the Vikings car. Right. I think they would go in eyes but wide that's open. Where, but that's where you're playing them. But exactly. But that's the point of of the ask has to be big because you tell the Colts, hey, you guys are probably right. This guy's going to be unbelievable there. He's going to be fan. And then he'll sabotage them to no end, and who cares, because he'll put up a great box score each and every Dude, week. They're going to make the playoffs. If if they swap Carson Wentz for Kirk Cousins, yeah. they will absolutely make the playoffs. Right, right. I'm looking out for the best interest of how this can benefit the Vikings the most. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. What did you? What did you guys make? actually? I, we got to talk Dalvin Cook for a second here too, because that like Dalvin Cook's name popping up now with Jason Lock and Fora. It's it's always been kind of a you know a theory on this show that boy, I think Quasey's going to come in and say, why are we spending twelve million dollars on a running back? Well, now his name is actually circulating. Uh, but uh, I saw Judd in person here today, and I can confirm you were definitely looking very very skinny compared to six months ago. <laughs> How did you do it? Oh, let me see here. How did, did I do it? There was only one key, and that's exactly right. And that is thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who have helped me drop 30-plus pounds. Uh, look at this. I'm feeling good. My clothes all fit. I'm not wearing sweatpants now, Phil, because my pants will button. It's fantastic. And here's the best part. You can join me on this weight loss journey through the I Did It 8-Week Challenge in which you get your first eight weeks for free. That's right. Eight weeks for free. I lost 26 pounds in that time. Imagine dropping 26 pounds for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, Livia.com, insider outside the state. They can help you. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com is how you, too, can drop the weight. And the, the best part, you can keep it off because they are going to help me keep off the weight, and that is what makes them a weight control center and not just a fad diet. Also, uh, if you're a business owner out there, hit us up. We have a couple openings for the next six to nine months or so. If you want to get your message across on Purple Daily, we can connect you with uh, with someone in our sales department to uh, to make that partnership happen. But also, uh, and email me, by the way, pmackey at scornearth.com, and we can make the connection. If you are a business owner as well, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota and beyond for over 100 years. They're based in Owatonna, and they're all about risk management. It's like having a great offensive line for your business. You sleep better at night, and uh, you're just able to uh, to ward off things that might be uh, lurking on the horizon. Federatedinsurance.com, and remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So, Dalvin Cook is set to make his contract really starts to escalate in 2022 and and then the next two years after that. So uh, he's going to have a $12 million cap hit this year, 14 and then 16 in the two years after that. You don't gain a lot by, well, I should take that back, I guess. Uh, If they trade him, there might be some things that can be done with the contract, but He's 27 years old. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL when he's healthy. But if you're kind of in retool mode, a highly paid running back seems like a cherry that you put on top of an already built roster, not a thing that you build around for a three-year window. And so what did you guys make of Dalvin Cook's name popping up among veteran Vikings players in this Jason Lock and Four report that could be gone in the next week or so. I think every name that's popped up makes absolutely perfect sense. Everything, in my opinion, everything, everybody aside from Jefferson and a young core, perhaps, that you like is on the table. And yes, this franchise, I, I mean, here's, so we need to reorganize our thoughts when, when it comes to how how this team is going to construct things, Phil, right? And the Rick Spielman era put a premium 
and partially because they had really good players at the position on running backs. I mean, Peterson was making, by the time he left here, a ridiculous amount for a running back. That was crazy talk. And so do I think that this team is going to consistently pay that position in in an era where it is very well defined? That's a mistake. Are these guys going to come in and say, what Rick Spielman did was fantastic? No, of course not. So Dalvin Cook, I don't know if he's here in 22 or not, but the Dalvin Cooks of the world are not going to be paid like he's paid by this franchise going forward, and they shouldn't be, and it makes perfect sense. Like, here's the weird thing. So when when Quasi, and I'm sure O'Connell too, came in to talk to the Wilfs and the committee that eventually signed off on their hiring, they came in with, like, binders, right? Like, here's my plan. Like, like you don't show up and like, yeah, here's what I'm thinking. You think Dalvin Cook's face was on the front of the binder? I think that and there... In his, his $15 million I, cap hit in 2024? I think there was a multi page plan of exactly what especially crazy would do here and and i'm sure he didn't say you know what last night i broke into rick's office and stole his plan i just love his plan yeah so yeah i mean dalvin cook if dalvin cook's gone that's absolutely fine i but to go back to what i said previously on the show i think that this is ultimately a two-year retool so it's not like they're all gone next week or in a month Certain guys will be gone now. Certain guys are going to be gone after 22. Uh, but I'll be surprised if there's a lot of current popular veterans left by by April of 2023. Current popular veterans. I think it's pretty surprising if they would move on from Dalvin. Um, I think he, just the way his contract's negotiated, I understand why people may be asking about him, but I, I still think that they're going to keep Dalvin Cook around, even with Nwangu and... You can find running backs like Madison in the second and third rounds. I'd be pretty shocked if they moved on from Dalvin Cook. See, I think the, I yeah, I I think it's more of a next year thing. Mm-hmm. But if somebody wants to give a second round pick, if if some team feels like man, we're we're ready to pop, and I'd I'd have to kind of go through and see which teams are ready to pop, and they need a guy like Dalvin Cook, and they have the cap space to do it. I haven't done that full uh, research yet, but. I think the long-term question you have to ask is, as things get tight up against the cap, would you rather have, like these last couple of years, the Vikings, and again, Dalvin's been amazing, would you rather have Dalvin and a really shaky set of guards, like Ole Udo and all these dudes, they've just, Drew Samia, these slappies they've just run out there who aren't qualified to be a starting offensive lineman, or would you rather have Alex Madison and your pick of really good quality free agent offensive linemen, right? I think they've the Vikings have gotten so obsessed with skill position guy here and let's go pay a safety and a linebacker because Mike Zimmer loves defense, right? And they have they've they've put more draft capital into offensive line, but when it comes to free agents, last last year at this time was a perfect example, right? All of us sat here a year ago and said, Boy, you you, you have a limited amount of money in free agency. The offensive line is clearly the glaring thing that needs to be fixed. And they're like, no, we need another nose tackle. That's what we need. Like, let's go spend it on right. Dalvin Tomlinson. So I think, I really think that going forward, this regime led by Quasey, just like the Browns did, and just like the 49ers did when he was in San Francisco, are going to start by building the offensive line and making sure the defensive line is fortified before they pay a running back a top five cap hit at his position. And we get to March. And and we think Dalvin Cook is a marvelous talent, right? Like, he is a mar- – the reality is this. He never stays healthy. He's hurt way too much. And running backs – running backs really now have, what, Phil, three or four years max where, where you're, like, super confident. Yeah. And then you're but like – look at Zeke Elliott, dude. Exactly. He's and, not even and, the best running back on their team anymore. And if – I've seen stories in the past week or two – Christian McCaffrey might be traded. Mm-hmm. He's a marvelous talent himself, right? Mm-hmm. But he got hurt. And once you start to get hurt at that position, and Dalvin is, I'll say it again, always hurt, you decline in value. And and there is no way that how with the Vikings are going to be driven from, from a viewpoint of player procurement 
There is no way on earth that they're going to look at a veteran back who's hurt a ton and say, okay, yeah, that makes Dude. sense. Now, that does not mean he's gone e- immediately, but Dalvin Cook has no part of the long-term of, of the three-year plan here. Zero. I got a list right now, just to your point about like running back windows in the modern NFL. I pulled up the 2018 rushing yard leaders. 2018. So this is this is... Less than four calendar years. This is ago. when the Vikings okay. were supposed to pop. It was. Yeah. This was our Super Bowl season. Yep. And Dalvin was hurt for a big chunk of that season. Here are your leaders in rushing yards. Not that long ago, less than four calendar years ago. Zeke Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, still viable, and Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Adrian Peterson, eighth on this list, by the way. Yep. Three years later, and these guys, like, all of these guys are basically, you know, either irrelevant or on the other side of the hill or whatever. Saquon is being shopped actively by the Giants right now and supposedly will not get more than, a, like, a fourth-round pick back Man. for him. So, yeah, like, the he, value, he is, like, like, like we think, Dalvin Cook, what a talent, right? The league says Dalvin Cook's hurt, and he plays a position that is not, that should not be paid. Right or wrong? Again, he's probably, I don't know, maybe he's a Vikings Ring of Honor guy someday. Like, he's a fantastic player. But I think this front office is going to take a different viewpoint. So, um, any other just fi- we should probably shut up and post this before news breaks. So, any other final thoughts from you guys Let's on this crazy uh, 48 hours of quarterback carousel news? I think roster changes are coming, but I, I believe the longer it plays, if it gets closer to the draft, the more likely it is that Kirk Cousins is on this roster. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, it, I, this isn't going to write that down yet, but if we get to April and Kirk Cousins is still on this roster, he's going to be your opening day starting quarterback. Yeah. If that takes place, I guarantee this, though. A large portion of this fan base will be upset because of the guys who are gone. No matter what, yeah. this fan base is going to be is going to be initially disturbed because if Kirk's n- not gone, you're going to see them clear out guys who are are very popular. I'm going to stand by it, and I will I will admit my uh, my wrongness if if this happens or if this doesn't happen. I think he gets traded in the next two weeks. Hmm. I think he's gone. All right, okay, so we'll see. All right, let's shut up. Let Declan post this Daily Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Purple Daily. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply.